Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This is the Hip Hop Saved My Life podcast. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Hope you enjoy the podcast. Now sit back because it's time for the podcast. Welcome to Hip Hop Save My Life. Um, we are delighted. Oh no, I mean, am I supposed to? Oh, do we still do this bit where you and I chat for a bit? Yeah, well, let's do that. All right, let's try it. What have you got to say? Uh, How's life? It's good. Mm. Yeah, good. Very tired. I just feel tired. You had a week a off, lot. right? Had a week off. I've got two young kids and uh, was fully exposed to that 24 7. Fully exposed? <laughs> <laughs> As in, you see them. You know, yeah. I go to work 10 yeah. till 6. Right, right, right. So, yeah, I had the full force. But yeah. It's hard, used isn't it? To it is hard, yeah. yeah. Very hard. So hard that we're looking at nurseries. Really? So I've been doing that this morning, yeah. Right. How's that gone? Not good. No. Nah. It's expensive, isn't it, actually? It's so expensive. Yeah. yeah. It's I know. Me. It's expensive, isn't it? And then you think, oh, but they are looking after our kids, so maybe I should... Yeah, put a value mean? on it. <laughs> my, my reaction is... Yeah, to fucking s- bargain basement. <laughs> I think there's not enough of them. And you could make... I'm thinking of setting one up. Just right, like, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Make some good oh, yeah. Money. De- people yeah, would definitely yeah. send their kids to fucking be looked after you. By you. I know, oh, t- it's not me. I just yeah. own it. You'll have to keep yeah. your image well away from that whole <laughs> establishment, mate. Um, so there's that. Okay, good. good well, good luck. With that. How are you? You good? I'm good, thanks, man. Yeah. I've just been on tour. So, I'm that's on a going break well. Tour. Well, one night break. One night break. Yeah, good. All right. Worst one? Worst one. Uh, that's a good question. Uh, You've got quite a few to choose from by the sounds of them. Well, was one oh. of the Reading ones. Ah. One of the Reading ones. So, uh, by the way, I'm just going to bring yeah. you in now. We're, we've got we've got Murkish Dave. Who's on. been on? Who's been on tour recently? Who's been on tour as well? So you can basically, I do a bit where I talk about Reading. No, <laughs> I, do, I talk about the environment in the tour show, right? And I talked about. I, I mentioned about the fact that um, people are saying you shouldn't use planes anymore because of the environment, right? So I just went, you know, I just sort of said, I imagine none of you using planes now because the environment. Like, just joking mm. around. And then this bloke in the front row goes, well, how the fuck did you get here then? I said, I'm from Crawley. <laughs> right? Private jet. And then, and, like, and, then, and then, like, in my head, I was like, oh, this guy sounds like I'm fucking off the boat or some yeah, shit, yeah. right? <laughs> so then, like, I started getting so fucking aggressive with him. And then he looked totally shocked. And then my tour manager goes, I think he might have just meant that you take a private jet. And then I was like, oh, shit. I just fucking absolutely rinsed the geezer for being a racist and not like, injected a level of tension into the room yeah. that's probably unnecessary. I had, a, I had an old, old friend who I hadn't heard from for about five, six years. Yeah. Who, I don't know where, I think maybe Swindon or Wilch, someone, somewhere that way, yeah. who said that he was sat in the front row and went for a piss in one of your shows and you absolutely annihilated him. Yeah, sounds yeah. right. Don't for being get the toilet for... in my show, mate. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> he was, he was devastated. Was it? Yeah. Good. Because he had like saying he was like really bald and horrible and fat. 
Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't say he was bald and fat. He was Maybe bald. That was me. But I, mean, like, I wasn't saying it was an insult. That. I added that in. <laughs> I think wow. he said he looked like the Marlon Brando or something. I said Telly Savannah. Oh, Telly Savannah. That so, guy yeah. was your mate? Yeah. I'm not through an ex girlfriend. Fucking fat, bald cunt. Tell it the fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> this is the bit where we introduce our guest. So, good to, ca- good to catch up. Bro. Good to catch up. How are you, bro? I don't even have to speak, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy to just sit here for an hour. Like, this is incredible, bro. Like, I just got back off tour myself, and this yeah, yeah. is like, I'm, uh, this is a nice way to decompress. Yeah, yeah. How's the tour? How's yeah. the tour gone? Great, man. Uh, it's 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 um, wow. Like I've I've learned a lot. Just yeah. I think it's the first time I've gone out as a solo artist and really gone to some of these cities and right. sung my songs and I, I I met everybody after the gigs apart from London because that was a bit too mad but the so other what, ones, hold on so do you like what, a, you have a meet and greet after every gig yeah um what yeah it's not it's not paid for unfortunately right right, right. but but yeah I was, but you're doing I was, it as part of the thing of them. well yeah I want I want to I want to talk to the people that are into my music and right. find out um find out what they've got to say yeah and it's been it's been like super interesting i've learned mm. so much and i feel like i don't know man like next year i want to go back out there and, and do the same thing and um yeah i feel like there's been like a oh, it sounds cheesy it's like a fa- like a family like it's like a kind of foundation has been built across the country so i'm looking to go back out there next year and, and what have they said about because like i was just saying to you before we started recording that my agent and yeah. her brother her brother in particular yeah, is obsessed with you. Like, is uh, absolutely obsessed with you. Wow. And but you seem to have like come. It's not like it doesn't feel like you've had like a big PR push. It doesn't feel like you've had this like you've chucked a load of money at like getting yourself out there. But yeah, it's uh, it feels like a really organic way that you've come into everybody's like conscience. Yeah, I, mean, no, I, I haven't. I've got no money, bro. <laughs> 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 like yeah there's no there's no peas getting spent but I don't know man I feel like I just I, I I feel like I got a bit lucky in a way where I made one song yeah. where I was like really honest about my life right and people liked it yeah so I just kept doing it yeah and then I made an album about that as well and now I'm I'm, I'm kind of shitting myself about the next one right 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 yeah. so but you took a while to come out with this album yes. Mercury's Dave Saved yes. My Life it's, what, cha- it's changed. Title. Right. Well, your podcast is saved. Hmm. Right. But I don't want to put that on myself, you know. Right, right, right. To save. <laughs> I just want to change. Right, right, right. <laughs> 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 Sorry, Mercury's Dave changed my life. Now, but people say save my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank you, because I've got to be honest with you, we do have yeah. legal representatives next door. Because we, yeah. I mean, we fucking ripped it off Lupe Fiasco anyway, didn't we? <laughs> But sorry, so Mercury Tape changed my life. Mm. Um, what made you come out with the album when you did then? Um, I was just getting cussed by certain people. <laughs> certain people were just like, bruv, like, you need to put an album out. Because I was always, do you know what it is? I think, and I'm sure you guys could probably um, identify with this as well. It's like, being creative, you always just want to do so many different things. Yeah, absolutely. And, and it's actually like, that's the curse, isn't it? Because then you just don't get anything done. done. So I was just doing so much stuff. And um, my friend um, Chaos from Young Fathers, and also my friend uh, Louis Dondada, who designed this hoodie. Yeah. Um, they were well. He's from Paris, and, and obviously Chaos is from Edinburgh. But they both at around the same time were just like, "Bruv, just because I put a couple of songs out." Yeah. 
and I was still just running around and doing. Ex- I mean, some of it I needed to do to make money. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But they were, I was running around doing madness, and they were like, "Bruv, just put an album, like, put an album together." And I, I listened and I focused, and you know, here we are. So, and what's how have you felt about the response to the album? Because everybody I've spoken to seems to think it's amazing. Like, I mean, it's a great album, but like, every, Thank it you, seems to have like the response has been amazing, right? Who who would have thought it, man? I d- yeah, just I don't know. It's a hard thing to say. You, anything you say sounds cheesy, but yeah. I'm just really thankful. I feel lucky, and um, yeah, no, I, I don't know really what to say. What, what, <laughs> what, when the album came out, did you have an aspiration for? Like, did you know in your mind what success? Not, I don't mean success. Like, I mean like your idea of that album success. Did you have an idea of what that would look like and, and, and you know how you would know if it's done what you wanted it to do? I mean, I set quite, quite a low bar. I was just like, <laughs> I'm going to put it out. That was the first thing. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's going to come yeah. out. Yeah. And then it was like, okay, I'm going to do a show, uh, like a 100, 150 capacity show at Seabright Arms. I wanted yeah. to, I really wanted to play there because my, um, my friend uh, Oscar World Peace had done a show there and I'd been the DJ. Right. And I, I was just watching the show like <laughs> be sick to be yeah. <laughs> doing my stuff. Yeah. So I was always I always wanted to do that. And I did that as soon as it because the album's been out like a year it came out like last I can't remember last October. Yeah so that was that was my initial thing. But then that sold out before the album came out. So I was like okay like maybe <laughs> onto a bit more than I, I yeah. thought. And and then so we went from there and did a little mini self-promoted tour and then we've just come off the bigger tour, like a bigger one that we've just done. Yeah. And uh, you've enjoyed the tour, have you? Mate, it's been great, man. A lot of banter. Um, got our laptops nicked in Birmingham. What? Uh, just, you know, normal stuff. Are you serious? Get it, get it back, no? During the meet and greet as well, bro. <laughs> Fuck because. off. So what happened? I mean, the meet and greet took long, longer than the gig in Birmingham because <laughs> it was just. Like, so how does it work? You they come and see you, and then what do you do? You go off and then come out and, and mix with them. Yeah, yeah. So I just go have a brandy, right? Then come back and then just come by the merch stand, like right. you want to buy a t-shirt, like, yeah, <laughs> kind of thing. But also like chatting. And... I get it. You're pretending you want to be with the people, but you want to sell it. Yeah, okay. yeah. I understand. Just it, slipping yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool, cool. <laughs> I get that. No, but, but 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 yeah, in Birmingham, someone was watching us. And then went and Jesus Christ, did a, did a move. Man. What from backstage? Yeah, yeah, that yeah, is yeah. Did, so out off key. Did a did a move. So and um, then did you do like? Did you put like a big Twitter campaign yeah. to get it back? I didn't. Do you know what? I didn't want to. I will tell you why. Yeah, because he was black. <laughs> <laughs> so at first I was like, Nah, man. Like I was like, Why did this guy have to be black, man? Like I was like. Oh. <laughs> Bro, like, why are you doing this to me? Like, you're putting me in a tough position because you're yeah. my brother. Right. But <laughs> I need the laptop back. Yeah. And it, we did, uh, after a while, because I, I put out, I know a few people in Birmingham and stuff, so I put the word out. So you got the laptop back? No, no, no. Well, I didn't. No, I didn't. I, I, I didn't. Yeah. But so, that's, uh, that's a horrible experience. Yeah, mm. no, it wasn't great, man. Luckily, I'd backed up maybe a month before, so I lost a bit of stuff. But yeah. Most of my, because I'm working on another album now, so I lost a few things, but I'm sure I can think of something better. So your music, for people that haven't heard it, it's difficult to classify, isn't it? Yeah. I I actually think the easier... I was thinking about this the other day, because, you know, people ask me this a lot, especially when I'm like, say if I'm somewhere and 
I'm at like a family function and they're like, oh, so what's your music like? Yeah. And I'll be like, oh, it's kind of like a bit like the beats are a bit, you know, from the the the, the club scene, but yeah. I'm like, it's a bit like Morrissey, but then it's a bit like, you know, Frank Ocean. And then, and then I'm just like, it just sounds ridiculous. It doesn't sound like what it actually sounds yeah, yeah, like. Yeah. But I actually realised recently that I just make pop music, but I'm just not 19 and white. <laughs> so <laughs> that's it that's it like yeah. I make pop music but it just doesn't sound like I, I guess the people that listen to my music would probably not want to admit that they listen to pop music yeah, but yeah. it is actually the way that's the easiest way to how actually how did you arrive at that sound because your garage your background is garage isn't it and like club scene and stuff like that yeah 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 um, and you were pr- you're a promoter right yeah I was I was a promoter ma- mainly in Manchester right. I lived in Manchester for about 10 years and I was I was running raves up there but yeah like um, yeah I grew up Pirate Radio was like my earliest way of kind of finding music that wasn't on like I mean I was listening to like Kiss yeah because Kiss was kind of cool back then and like Capital had some stuff like Craig David used to do a late night show and then and then um yeah and then and then but Pirate Radio was how I kind of got into because I listened to a lot of R&B and stuff and mm. that kind of got me into electronic music really and then yeah I was I was running raves when, when I when I when I went up to Manchester I was running R&B raves at first for some other people and then I broke out started my own thing which was called at first it was called Monday Murkage because I just thought that was like a funny name for a night and then then we moved to a Thursday so I just called it the Murkage Club yeah because Thursday Murkage doesn't work nah it wasn't really ringing off nah yeah and that's how I got my name and to be fair it's I know it's a bit of a ridiculous Murkage Dave is a bit of a ridiculous name you think so? Well, it's, oh, it's, it's unique, isn't it? As a, a as a singer, I feel like it's a bit. But then it's fine. It's fine, isn't it? Because it's just like there's a story behind yeah, it, yeah. so it's fine. But it's kind of good because people go, oh, "I thought I was gonna hate you," <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then actually, it's fine. Yeah. And they're like, oh, "I actually really like the songs." And yeah. Stuff. yeah. So, yeah, I guess I guess your music doesn't sound like it'll be made by a guy called Murkage Day I guess is yeah. that right am I right with that I don't know Fuck I'm no. just gassed you know my music to be honest bro no mate yeah, like, <laughs> like I'm just gassed at that well I was go- yeah. the, the truth is though it's like the, the, there's stuff that you say that like I just think it it just fucking connects like there's a bit where you talk about I won't get the words exactly right yeah. but it's like there's a bit where you talk about worrying about other if other people rate you but you don't even know if you rate yourself and, yeah you know yeah, what I mean? yeah, and, yeah I want people to rate me yeah yeah maybe I don't rate myself yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk, and then at the end you talk about being called Calamity Dave because everything fucks up yeah, for yeah, you yeah 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 it's so relatable man that kind of <laughs> I don't know to me it was really you know that sort of yeah, that, sort of inter- that that inter- that fearless internal monologue is great. Just had a DJ booking get cancelled. And now five bills down for the month. Understand? Man, I got that so friends or the council. Still I'm sitting here, trying to pay the bill for every man's lunch. And now I want people to rate me, maybe I don't rate myself. And now I've got strangers around me, only I can blame myself. It's got me sitting on the car bomb sofa, listening to Stevie Wonder. And I wonder, where will they go and I go? Is that just you channeling what you think and, and putting it out there or what? Yeah, I feel like that it's the only way I know how to, to, to write songs, really. Yeah. I, don't, I guess it's, it's kind of lucky because I don't really have it's not like I could just pull up and just start trying to make an Afro beats yeah, yeah. tune or something like that it, it's, 
it, it would be inorganic. So it's kind of just lucky that the thing that I'm able to do, it just, yeah, <laughs> it kind of resonates because yeah, yeah. it could not. So, But it's like, because the combination of the production with what you're doing, yeah. I don't think there's anyone else mm. that's doing that. Okay. Right? So when you were making that, are you thinking, I don't give a shit, I'm just I'm doing this because this is my background. It's led me to like this kind of production, and this is what I want to talk about. And whatever happens, happens. Is that literally how, how it came about? And then suddenly, because of that, that's actually what's made it connect with people. Because people go, I've not heard anything like this before. Yeah, I guess so. I I, I guess I think there's a song called Carbon, which is yeah. a bonus track on on the album. I, I feel like that song came out a bit before the album and went and like massive, right? Well, it did, I guess it was like. It was a it was a slow burner, but I feel like that song has put me in front of I, even some stuff that I've done that I I can't actually talk about yet that, that <laughs> isn't. But that that song it's not my biggest song, but it's the song that other musicians go yeah, do yeah you know yeah. what I mean. And then it opens the door, and then that musician will play it to another musician, and 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 so that song's done the most for me in my career, I think. I feel like I'm cracking up. I remember shooting the video for that song and I had these three guys that were supposed to look a bit like me and I'm on this sofa and, and, and they're like doing backing vocals. And I, I remember shooting the video and all I was thinking was, these men probably hate this tune. <laughs> but... <laughs> I was like, they probably hate it, but they're getting paid like 50 pound each yeah. for the thing. So they're probably going to say they like it, but they definitely hate it. Yeah. That's what was going through my <laughs> yeah. head. Oh, that's horrible. And, and then when, when, when we put it out, it, it got received in a way where people were like, oh, like, I feel like this as well. And yeah. telling me their stories and stuff, it made me realise... All I had to do the whole time was just be myself. Yeah. And then so it, that bled into everything. I was like, well, I feel like I feel like a lot a lot, a lot of the time before, because I've, I've done music for a while and I've been in different group situations with people, but I sometimes leave the creative decisions to other people because I didn't really have a lot of confidence in my creative decisions. Whereas now I'm just like, no, man, man, man used to listen to this and I'm from here and my parents are from here. So let me just, but actually, but I'm not like that. And I'm not like that version. Yeah. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna um, put it all. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna put it all in. I'm, I'm just gonna put me in a record, and if people like it, they like it. If they don't, at least yeah. at least I can stand by it. Mm. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And what is what can we expect from your new album? Is it, are you following that same direction? Have you had a change or like what's kind of the deal with that? I don't know, man. I, I mean, I've been back in London for like five six years now mm. it's very different from when i left and i, I want to talk a bit about that as well because i feel like i feel like when i'm in when i'm in something i can't really speak about it as much i don't know about yourself with the comedy yeah if you if you, if you need some time to like think about it and then it makes more sense and then you can talk about it so i, I feel like now is probably the time for me to talk about the city a bit as well you know yeah yeah what are the what are the marked differences then in that over that six year period with London? Yeah, yeah. Well, it was more that I left London for ten years, <clears throat> right? And then um, when I came back, it's all gentrified. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
It was like yeah. you could get sourdough in Brixton. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, indie girls had big bums, and I was just like, "What's happening? <laughs> like, what's going on?" Like it's all this, that sourdough. This, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, this, I never, I never remember this. <laughs> so it was just kind of like, <laughs> what a fucking well, observation that is, by the way. What's that tune called? <laughs> I actually have that. It's a, it's a, it's a lyric where I say something similar. Mm. But it's like a freestyle. That's great. But it's it's quite like it's quite <laughs> cruddy. It's called East London freestyle, and it's quite it's quite cruddy. It's quite kind of early. I'm experimenting mm. with the style that I've got yeah. now. It's quite cruddy. Like stuff I'm saying is quite greasy. But then like, what last time I went to not this time, but the time before. Actually, I've I've had a few horrific experiences in Birmingham actually. But the last time I was in Birmingham before these quite young girls came up to me and just wrapped the whole thing in my face like that close. Really? And I was like, I'm never writing anything like that again. And they... Because <laughs> it just... It was... <laughs> I got arsed now, living in late and not passed out. Winning the team and not passed out. She wanted TMZ and man's business. MC's living in countryside. But I'm karaoke superstars. Nobody but shots on them sides. Everybody eat vegan, teetotal, and celebrate. I don't know, it was just a lesson. It's like, it like God yeah. came and said, All right, you, wanna, you think you're rough, yeah? All right, cool. I'm going to send these, and you're going to feel very weird. And I was looking around and looking at my manager. My missus was there as well. Was this, un- at was this, un- was this uninvited? Out. They started rapping this. Yeah, they were just like, we love East London freestyle. And then they just start doing the bars. Just, if you listen to it, you, you, know, you know what I'm saying? But there's certain bars and they kept repeating certain bars. And it was just weird, what missus, bro. What was your missus just looking She was just laughing at me. She was laughing. Not she was helping like, you out. Yeah, she was like, for yeah. your business. You wanted to spit yeah. that crud. Now <laughs> 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 you got to take it. And my manager was the same. They were just letting me like take it. So, um, so yeah, that was that was a lesson learned. So th- basically, those girls came and told you they loved East London freestyle, and yeah. they essentially guaranteed you'd never write anything like that again. If you look at rappers in general, I think it's easier to kind of like show off a bit or just talk about some grease or yeah, yeah. because it's just like it's very easy to be creative when you just when you when you're in that subject matter because it's like you're just finding clever ways to say yeah. the same thing and you've got thing a bit of distance it. from it haven't you you're yeah. just sort of playing around aren't you so. yeah and and then but then i i had to kind of once i found my feet then i could start being talk about more you know really what i wanted to talk about like the yeah. kind of conversations i'm going to have with my friends yeah i feel that happens a lo- i feel like that happens a lot in um with like just from from being from DJing in London and stuff and just seeing what the scene is like, I feel like there's a lot of like super creative young kids in the inner city. But because street music kind of translates better for a lot of different reasons, and I love street music, but I feel like what happens is you get quite nice kids, but they they talk like violent stuff mm, or yeah. greasy stuff because it's easier for it to kind of cut over. Right, right, right. And I feel like part of my thing is what I want to show is like, in the same way, like say like Giggs cut a lane for um, street music in this country. He was the first part. I never thought, I loved Giggs, yeah. but I never thought that Giggs would would get, he's like we'll playing Wembley. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's mm. playing yeah, Wembley. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's mad, like, isn't it? And, and, and then, so he cre- he carved a path for all these guys. Like, okay, not you can't just, it's not just about having views on YouTube and st- you're just trapping in real life. Actually, you can do this as a career and you can see that everyone following him 
and I feel feel like I want to, whether it's just me, I'm not saying it's just just going to be me, but just be part of that movement that kind of encourages the the youths to just talk about what's going on in their head, not just if if you're good at that and that's that's your reality, then do talk the party stuff or the or the street stuff. But I feel like there's a lot of kids that are just doing that because that's the lens that it's getting seen through and that's where they, they so they, they just want to bust if you yeah. see what I'm mm. saying so what's your problem but what's the issue with that is the issue with that that it's you're spreading negativity what's the issue is not being authentic I mean what's your main beef with it? I just think that especially when it comes to black music I feel like it's being seen through like a there's like a lens that it gets seen through where it's like we want violence or we want they want extremities yeah, yeah, yeah. they want yeah, the extremities yeah. Yeah, yeah. and I'm like that's fine but like let's let's put the other pieces to the palette yeah. there as well because we need to be expressing ourselves to the to the fullest I think. yeah and that's why some, doing something like what you do is slightly riskier because mm. I don't know it's, I think it's a it's a brave it's a brave thing to do um, but obviously it's worked so well done oh thank you well I mean I've, I've still got a lot of work to do but yeah. that, that, that's uh, yeah you're guessing me up bro thank you man <laughs> I'm going to leave this place pumped up good man. good yeah. uh, that's what I do with Rupert every day like, yeah I need it walking out, actually yeah. buzzing your tits <laughs> off man <laughs> quality sleep is essential that's why the sleep number smart bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. So, listen, what's your deal with your issue with Jurassic 5 fans? Wow. Straight in. Wow. Oh, no, it's just, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what I'm asking this. I'll tell you what I'm asking I forgot I said this. We sent we that questions to yeah. our guests. And one of the things was, what was it? What, anything you don't like about hip hop? And you said Jurassic 5 fans. Yeah, yeah. And then there was it a made me laugh. to him later yeah. as well. <laughs> Mate, I think I was just having a laugh with my manager when, I, when we were filling it out, and we just thought it'd be funny to say it. Do you know what it is? Yeah, I I I, le- I like Jurassic Park. That ta- I can't remember what album it was, but I had it on tape. Yeah, I love that album. I can't remember. Concrete School. Yeah, yeah, I love, yeah. I love that. And I, I met Charlie Tuna like last year. Yeah, lovely guy. Yeah, like, we've had him. I, there. Yeah, like yeah, I've, yeah. I've got yeah. no problem so with why Jurassic Park. Why well, you got beef with him? No, it's, <laughs> but I said the fans. I never said. I never said. Oh, Do you know what it is? Yeah. I feel like I, I lived through a particular period, especially when I lived in Manchester, because I went to uni there, I got kicked out. Right. And like, I had to deal with a lot of trust And I guess like, 
I don't know, and from DJing as well, you get this, there's this type of person who's like, just like, the, I don't know, let's say um, the game was playing or something. Yeah. They'd be like, that's not real rap. Stick some Jurassic oh, Fire on it. Yeah. They're like proper <laughs> hip hop Yeah, pads, and it's so. just like, come yeah. on, bro. Like, that's not yeah. even like, Jurassic Five is like fun music, but yeah, you're yeah. trying to tell me that's the truth? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, I don't know. I mean, I don't know, but for me, like, I've never heard Jurassic Five in the hood. Yeah. Like never yeah, 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 ever yeah. in my I, I, life, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. in my life, I like that music, but I've never heard yeah. it in the hood. So it's like, how can you tell me that that is the the truth? Yeah. And that I can't. And do you know the funny thing? So I got a, I got a brother. He's just he's he's eighteen. Yeah. He's just gone to uni now, and all his friends that are like super muso. Yeah. And they're like hating on Drake and Future. Yeah. They like Drake, they like the game of 50 Cent. <laughs> so it's a joke to me, yeah, bro, yeah, but yeah. I can't take it. And I know you might have some listeners here and I-, I <laughs> No, this is good. I, I, they, yeah, they good. Maybe might be triggered by that, but that's just the, whole, the way that I feel yeah. like, you know, I, I love music regardless, you know? Yeah. So I don't want to hate, I, I don't hate Jurassic Five at all, man, but it was just a funny thing. <laughs> I, remember, I remember like, I remember when I was at uni, kid, like Black Eyed Peas had just come out. Mm. And um, they had a competition. Like, if you could name their album, you get tickets to their gig, right? So I phoned in, won the tickets, went to the gig, mm. took my girlfriend at the time. And I was in the front row of the gig, this gig. And this is what they'd just come out with behind the front, their first record, right? So, like, they were, it was a good album. Yeah. I yeah. remember I was there at the gig, just like, and it was just about to start. And some guy, like, we, ch we just got chatting. And I said, oh, yeah, do you, are you a big Pete, like, fan of the backup piece? He goes, yeah, yeah, because yeah. it's just real stuff, isn't it? And then he goes, not like, you know, this manufactured stuff like Wu-Tang. <laughs> and like, I, promise, I, I promise you, he said, he goes, he goes I just like, well, you know, that sort of like super group. That, and that, honestly, that mate, I just turned around and I, I said, I know you didn't fucking say that about Wu-Tang Clan. I'm like, are you fucking... But that is that kind of, yeah. like, that kind of weird revert... I don't know. Yeah. I, I, it's so weird. It's just like, this is like... This is like proper head nod stuff, whereas that's just like, I was like, I can't. It made me, it's the first time it made me sort of like reflect on like, what the fuck, man? That sort of weird snobbery. That, and I, I'll be honest with you, I had that. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I was like, if somebody wasn't like doing like multisyllabic, like mad mm, shit over yeah. some like computer game beat, I'd be like, oh, this ain't, what the fuck is this, man? Do you know what I mean? But it, like, then you sort of grow out of that phase, do you know what I mean? But I totally get what you're saying. Technically, Wu Tang were manufactured though, were they not? There's, well, but yeah, uh, there there is a yeah, that is true. <laughs> Listen, were you at that fucking gig? It was you. Was it you? <laughs> yeah, but they they, they 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 were they were. But what? But their music wasn't like you know they, nah, they wasn't they weren't going no for a commercial sort of thing. No. You know I, mean? I actually supported Wu Tang once. In um, I was in a yeah. Did you say this manufactured shit then? When you I told them, yeah, they were yeah. massive, bro. <laughs> They are all oh, right. massive. Really? You don't want no problems, man. Really? <laughs> like, you know, certain rappers, you see them in real life, yeah. you're like, oh, whatever. Mm. They're all huge. No Were they problems. all there? Uh, most of them were there. Right. Yeah, because I, I was in a... Well, actually, I was in a group. The group was called Murkids. That was a terrible idea. We tried. We had a club night called Murkids. I was called Murkids Dave, and we tried to start a rap group called Murkids. Was everyone else called Murkids like Rob and Murkids Dave? <laughs> it could have been like, like an ASAP Rob. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no. That's where you went wrong. Yeah, 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 no. I mean, we did a rap for a bit, but it, you know, it wasn't it wasn't really the one. But we did support Wu Tang. Right. What was that like? The the crowd were looking at us like we were aliens. 
But Method Man is an amazing frontman, but also my brother. Actually, I didn't see this. I always tell people I've seen it, but I think my brother's told the story so many times that yeah, I, I believe you've seen it. Mm. My yeah. brother was the DJ in the group, and um, Method Man had some. He'd lost his wedding ring in the crowd. But I think at the time, I think his wife might have been ill. So I can't remember. It was something quite deep. So what? Are these stage oh, dive? Yeah, because he, he does that thing where he steps mm. on people's heads. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he'd lost his wedding ring, and he was vexed backstage I mean I heard him like making noise and stuff yeah. but my brother said he he literally seen him walking it's my other brother not my 18 year old brother yeah. obviously and and he just tore the shirt off his back yeah. like tore a shirt a Hulk star <laughs> yeah like <laughs> <laughs> I was like yeah we asked him for pictures and stuff but yeah they no, don't have that. no do problems. they find a ring they have to sort of wait for everyone I don't to know, leave I don't, I don't know what happened I hope so man because he, he seemed quite upset we did a couple of those. We did one as well um, where it was like, it was Blackstar and um, Rakim was playing as well. I just remember Rakim coming in our dressing room. With Method Man's winning ring. <laughs> that fucked me up, bro. Oh, boy. <laughs> the timing. Jeez. I can't remember what I was gonna say. No, now. no, you some Rakim came in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and, and he said he said he asked for I can't do an American accent, but he was like, Y'all got a cardboard box? He was like he was asking for a cardboard box. <laughs> we were like, what? And we we didn't even have a dressing room, we were in the kitchen. It was at the cat <laughs> We're in the kitchen, bro. <laughs> Of like the academy, Manchester right. Academy. We were in the kitchen. That was our dressing room. There's a photo of it, but but like literally, <laughs> he was like, "You got a cardboard box." So I'm like rushing, taking the beers out of the crate yeah. to give it to him, and then he he, he was boxing up his rider, oh and I was like, god. "Wow!" Oh my god, get someone like, else wow. to do it. At yeah, least. Like, I was like, "Wow!" Like it, it really, it really. I feel oh like god. that really flicked my brain, and I was like, "Raw, like." This is this is an entertainment industry. It's like it's a different thing. It's not. I mean, that's like how long ago was that? Ah, oh, bruv, this must be like 2012, maybe 2013, Fuck. something. Like that. yeah, and that's the guy that was like paid him possibly for. the greatest of all time, bruv. I mean, <laughs> maybe he's just like a thirsty. <laughs> no, no, no. He was boxing up food, bro. Oh, food. oh my yeah, god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I feel like. Maybe maybe he's just uh, a, a, a pragmatic, you know, like a I sensible guess so, yeah. person. Maybe he's always been on. Maybe yeah, he'd have yeah. done that at the peak of his power. But it so. definitely... <laughs> Listen, I mean, we may yeah. be absolutely smashing this, but, we, you know, don't waste a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> so what hip-hop are you into then? At the moment, I, I reckon I probably listen to more rap music now than I did when I was younger. Because yeah. I'm a soul boy, really. My parents were into right, soul right. and stuff. And I was into like, like rap, but it was more like th just the jiggy stuff, like Mace and stuff like yeah. that. And then obviously I was into Garage because you know what it was. I remember at school in our common room, we had like two sets of speak. We had two corners with two sets of speakers, and there was a garage corner and a hip hop corner. Right. And the hip hop corner had no girls in it. <laughs> <laughs> they all listen to DMX and Jay Z and stuff. I was like, nah, fuck you guys. Like, I'm over here, bro. <laughs> like, I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna be over this side. Yeah. So I was in the garage corner, and uh, so that was kind of the flex. But then I was always into garage MCs, 
And then even like like certain things like obviously Fallacy, who's a good friend of mine now. And then I guess like yeah, like Dizzy coming out and yeah. obviously so solid Dizzy, all that stuff, Kano. But then I feel like there was a period where I just kind of like I did this with guitar music as well. I just went back and just, went, right, just flooded my brain with everything. Right, right, right. Like listened to like every everything. I was just like, why don't I why haven't I heard Illmatic or whatever? Like it's yeah, just ridiculous. Yeah. Mm. Like so I just went back and just and just How just, do those things hold up to going back and listen to them now? Cause it like does it sound dated or were you still able to appreciate it? I feel like, yeah, with with um with Illmatic, I, I, you can just hear you can just hear what where it's influence. It's quite interesting. Or yeah. even going back further, you know, listen to, to someone like Slit Rick, and it's like they bit so much. From yeah, them, yeah, do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, or, yeah. And then even like like a group like the Far Side, and then you can hear like oh, like Kendrick took this from them. Yeah, man, yeah. Or, do you know what I mean? So um, yeah, I kind of went back, and it's but in certain records still really hold up. Like Reasonable Doubt, I still feel it is like he he's, sounds incredible now. Yeah, yeah. You know. Um, but it depends. It depends what kind of phase I'm in that that week or whatever. Yeah. But I guess it's just such a there's just such a range. Yeah. Is right it, have now. you got a favorite type of stuff? The typical stuff that you know Drake, Kendrick, yeah. stuff like that. Um, I love the new Kano record. I think that's amazing. Yeah. Keep it on wax, that's an idiot thing. Rather tump man up and don't talk about it. That's an inside box for your handball. Penalty, that's a penalty. Twelve bus look like a den of fees. Champagne shopping like ten of each. Non-stop popping to the cemetery. They don't know about me. Wartime roll out with pure gunman about me. They can't come around east. Who's that get back draw for the man? It's weird. I was talking to my manager about this because he's from Newcastle. So he digested grime like it was rap. Right, right. And he didn't really understand Gary's. They never really had it. Yeah, so yeah. he just associated that with kind of like, it's like kind of cheesy. Yeah. Mm. Whereas for me, I feel like up until quite recently, grime was kind of like uh, an extension of Garage. Yeah. Because I saw it, I felt it happen. But I think there's two schools of thought on it, aren't there? Because yeah. there are hip-hop heads that listen to grime that have got no connection with Garage. Yeah. And then, and like you said, there's other people that think that garage is an evolution of grime is an evolution of garage, and they didn't they didn't even listen to hip hop. You, you talk, talk, you know, to me it seemed mad that you talk to people that are into grime, but think hip hop is utter shit. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, they're yeah. just not into it at all. But it's just the way it is. But I guess I've I've kind of gone the other way now, where I, I'll consume it at the same yeah. time. It's funny. I'd probably have to open up my my. Anytime someone asked me on the spot, I probably should have done some research and, and thought about what. No, I, no. Well, you're just too busy to thinking me. about why you hate Jurassic Five. <laughs> got distracted. I but, understand. But, but yeah, like um, I feel like there was a turning point when um, Kanye did that gig with Skepta. Yeah. Or with, with all of Bad Boy Better Known. Yeah. Was this at Coco? Yeah, that gig was mad. Yeah, because Mo mm. was talking about it, wasn't he? Oh yeah. But um, yeah, was it was it crazy? That's one of the best gigs I've ever been to. Really? Yeah. Because usually I go to a gig and I'll just like stay at the back in it, just yeah. just pretend I'm a bad man for the night. Because like yeah. <laughs> yeah. obviously when you're younger, you see those guys there, so you just... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but but like, I went with Grant actually, my manager, and he's quite like, um, he's a bit more reserved right. than me. But he was like, fuck it, let's just run in there. And mm. the next thing you know, we're just in the middle of the crowd, it's going yeah. crazy, it's all moving around. And it was like, it was weird. They were doing this rotation. So Kanye come on, do a song, come off. Skepta come on, do a song, come off. Big Sean will come on, 
and it was mad. It was like, mm. and, then, and then JME would come on. And I, and I guess like DJ-wise at that time, I was doing that. We were doing that in the DJ set. Yeah. But to see it live, and I was like, okay, cool. This is this is a shift now. So, yeah. So grime is just another, and it always has been that thing. But I feel like if you're from the part radio scene, you've seen it a different journey. Yeah. But it is actually just the genre of of hip hop. Yeah. Plug one, plug two. Guest plugs for you. What are you um What are you up to next? What can we see you doing? Uh, I'm going to Europe. Um, Where are you going in Europe? I'm going to Iceland, but that's not that's for a festival. That's for Iceland Airwaves. And then um, I'm uh, off to Paris. Uh, I can't remember Amsterdam, Berlin, Antwerp, and Hamburg. Holy shit! Yeah, yeah. Have you done Europe before? Not like this. I think this whole thing is just this. The tour I've just done and this tour, it's an exploration, man. It's, and that's why I want to meet the people that are into my music mm. because I want to see what they're saying. And no, fuck that meeting great now, man. Birmingham fucked it. Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. All chance. these people in Europe, <laughs> some prick in Birmingham <laughs> fucked it up for him. <laughs> Murkish Dave does not want to fucking see you directly. <laughs> Bro, <laughs> that's a direct quote. Yeah. Hey. yeah. He Bro. didn't want to say it on the thing, but we want to get that message out there. I, I actually, I really <laughs> enjoy speaking to people that are into my music more face to face than in between the songs right. I always feel bare awkward in the between the songs yeah because it's just like you don't, I don't know what to say try to be funny yeah, yeah. You, I always mm. revert back to that and that's something that I really respect like that what you do is that that's the highest I think that's the highest level of performance stand up I wish anybody else in the world thought that <laughs> bro, it, bro it is <laughs> it like, is yeah. the, like literally the way that you have to do it there's no, there's no. I mean, you obviously you prepare. I, I've, I've never done stand up, yeah. so, but you, you prepare. But it's like it's just you and your brain yeah. mm. on the stage. Whereas like I've got like loads of help. Like I've got yeah. the beat. I've got the crowd. Know yeah. the words. You've also the got songs. talent. You had to craft a song. <laughs> it's not just chatting fucking bullshit. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> we, like, I, like, like I know. We're just we're different. I can't. I can't even imagine what it'd be like to do what you do, man. Do you know what I mean? It's just like Are you play in Europe. Do you ever do go and do that as part of your tour? No, just I'm going UK? to Dubai That's in get, March. Getting that money. Do you know what fucking social media is? So, yeah, getting that fucking, you know what I mean? <laughs> that getting Dubai that Dubai money. tax-free shit. <laughs> you know when you, I remember like, so I didn't know, I, you know when you sort of all these like foreign dates come in, you think, I don't know who the fuck's going to go see me there. Right? Yeah. So like the tweet went out from the Dubai promoter, Ramachani Athen performing in March. First reply, so what? <laughs> <laughs> There's literally the first... Tour cancelled. <laughs> No, but that's like Dubai cunt. But that's your brand, though. Yeah, (laughs) I feel like that is your brand. Mm. So it's like, uh, like you were compliment. You were trying to compliment. Were you not happy about that? Because that gives you a joke. No, I just. Well, I suppose so. Yeah, but I just thought, fucking, no one's gonna come and fucking see me. It's gonna be me in in Dubai, losing money on this trip. But no one's ever gone to Dubai and lost money. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) (laughs) Until now, bro. Yeah. Have you seen that Romesh? He's like a pioneer. You know, like some people are pioneers in how they push the art and that. He's a pioneer in turning a certified definite profit into a loss-making situation. He's a he's a he's a groundbreaker in that regard. <laughs> nah, bro, I know about you, bro. You're getting money, bro. Like I know, obviously, for your image and stuff, you just keep it calm. I get it, but I I know you're getting checks. <laughs> but um, so, how do we get tickets to your Europe shows? Um, are you doing? Are you doing any more in the UK? I will. I will do. 
I mean, I hope I hope to next year. But it's murkisdaves.co.uk yeah. forward slash live, I think. Forward slash live. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. It might, that no might one be... ever knows that bit, do they? No, I know, <laughs> I know. Forward yeah. slash Websites live. are kind of pointless now. Yeah. Apart I know, from... it does feel a bit, doesn't it? Apart from go, Just go on your, follow you on social media, etc. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, listen, if you haven't checked out Murkish Dave's stuff, it's fucking unbelievable, man. Like, I strongly recommend it. You love it, innit? Yeah. Even if you're a Jurassic Life fan. Oh, bro. Yeah. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> yeah, it's just that he uh, Rupert really fucking loves Jurassic. I'm, I'm sorry, bro, <laughs> bro. I'm so sorry, man. Yeah. I went to Manchester Uni as well. It's probably me. Do you go Man Uni? Yeah, yeah. Oh shit! Ooh. There was a gig, wasn't what, there? What year? There was a gig at comedy 92, gig at Gor- 90s. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. There was a comedy gig at Gorilla, wasn't there? Where's that? You know Gorilla in Manchester. You know Gorilla? Yeah, yeah. That was I fucking died on my ass there. <laughs> really? I had to drive all the way to Manchester to fucking eat oh, shit God. for twenty minutes. <laughs> Like even the promoter can even fucking make eye contact with you. Oh, that's deep, man. But I feel like you highlight because obviously mm. I've listened to a couple of episodes of this, and you really highlight your L's. Yeah, but you have to. I, right? I rate that, but I feel like sometimes let the W's shine <laughs> <laughs> as well, bro. Yeah, yeah. Do you know somebody? Somebody. I got. I got interviewed. Like because I wrote this book. I got interviewed, and the the interview goes. Um, some people would read your book. I think it's amazing that you continue to become a comedian, bearing in mind the number of times that you've had absolutely dreadful gigs. <laughs> what made you carry on? I was like, oh, fuck. I, I'd assumed that you knew that I was just focusing on the ones that I... Because yeah. I was like, you know, in between that, there were gigs, that, but, but that didn't come across. I just thought, it's just me going from fucking car Thank crash him. to car crash. But those are the ones you remember. Those yeah, are the ones cool. that... And I don't want to fucking... Know. You know, like when other comics, when you see comics on social media and they go, the smashed fucking here. Birmingham, big up Dave the Builder in the front row, we had a bit of a laugh. I think, fuck <laughs> off. Do you want to see a tweet where he goes, oh my God, absolutely ate shit yeah. for an hour and a half tonight. <laughs> Sorry, Worcester. That was one of the worst shows we've ever done. That's what I'm saying, bruv. Eating shit for an hour and a half. Like, you can't even do that as a, as like a singer or a yeah. rap. Like, that, that, that's a deep thing, bruv, to stay on stage and just... And have to like that. That's like that's a war of attrition. Yeah. It's like you're mm. an inf- infantry man. Yeah, especially you know? when you have an interval in the middle, and you've gone out, wow. and you've done a first half, and it's gone shit. When you're about to announce yourself on for the <laughs> second half, did you have an interval? Do you acknowledge it though. Yeah. What if, if you are eating shit? Would you I don't know because sometimes you don't know if you're eating yeah. shit or if it's just the crowd happened to be quiet. That's mm. that's and if they be, if, they, if they're just being quiet but they're having a good time. Mm. And then you go, fucking hell, this is a shit gig. Yeah. And then they start to go, oh, is it? Oh, it's a sh- oh, I think you might be having a shit gig. Yeah, and then suddenly you've put that into it. their heads. Whereas it might just be that they're just like, ha, this is good, Not isn't it? It's just, it's just I've got work tomorrow. And I don't, yeah, do midweek mean? gigs can mm, sometimes yeah. be like that. Wednesday man. night. Yeah. Ugh. Fuck that. Excuse, Mate, man. it can be like that. When you, If you get a good midweek. Yeah. Like if maybe like Bristol, I had a good midweek. Yeah, yeah. I think they've just got to be up for it. But yeah. if they're not drinking like that. I know. You know how it is. But I do have loads of gigs that go really well, guys, so... Come and check them out. Murkish Dave, you've been amazing, man. No, no, thank you guys, so much. Thank, thank you, you yeah. thank you. I, I, uh, I feel like I'm probably the least famous person that's ever come... I'm not even famous at all. Nah, that's I'm not probably true. the least Rupert's known person regular, I've ever, regular, ever, <laughs> ever come on your, on your podcast, so... No, th- man. Thank you for no, having listen, me. No, listen, mate, you're a star. Yeah. Honestly. That's... You're making fucking great music. Thank you. You're here on Merit, man. Thank you. You know what I mean? I'm, yeah. Don't All right. focus on the L's, man. Like, try and let the W yeah. shine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thanks, man.
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.